Hi, this is Michael Munshaw, artist on Marvel Masterpieces and Marvel Premiere Cards. You're listening to the two hippest dudes in the sketch card industry, Ian Taylor and Norn Rad, on the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast. Hello, everyone. <laughs> and there it is. Well. That was fast. Talked it already. All right, I'm going to carry on. I don't care. You can leave this in. I don't Screw mind. Screw it. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Ian Taylor, and welcome to the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast, brought to you by the Marvel Cards Fan Collective, an awesome community of card collectors and creators. You can find our two groups on Facebook, details of which are at the end of this podcast, so come and check us out. With me is my co-pilot in all things Marvel Cards, the ambitious yet delicious Norin Rad. Hey everyone. <laughs> this is the third time we've tried to start this podcast today. Yep, I love it. Okay. <laughs> Episode six of the MCCP, as the Soviets call it. Uh, I have to say um, thank you to everyone who's listened to us so far and given us some uh, kind words of encouragement and feedback. Um, on uh, Facebook, on Instagram, and via direct messages. It's been really yeah. nice. It's been really nice to see everyone yeah. really so enjoy this. We know that, or at least I, I like to think that it gets better. As I hope so. Um, we've, we've already had a technological upgrade that you may have noticed on last week's episode. My beautiful voice. Your microphone, your microphone. So we both, we both have, for those of a technical um, leaning, we're both using Sennheiser PC7 headset microphones with noise cancelling boom arm or whatever it's called. Um, yeah. And they are delicious, yet very cost-effective pieces of kit. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so hopefully you'll be able to hear us both in gorgeous, gorgeous stereophonic sound, which is good. Um, so I'm, uh, I've got what, what to talk about, where to start. So this week, Norin, tell me what you've been up to, because it's actually been about two weeks since we recorded, for various reasons. That's right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, it has been. It has so been. What, what have you been up to, buddy? What's been happening? Uh, in terms of the hobby, I've decided to make uh, a, a print, actually, like a Mondo-style type of print. And um, I very much have enjoyed getting into that and basically what i'm doing and there'll be a post about this and i'll let people know um i'll um because i'm I'm actually gonna think i'll sell them um sell a few if people want them i'm recreating the name tags on all the marvel masterpiece cards so if you have a particular kit no it's 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 a lot of work yeah so like if you have a particular character um, i'm only i'm only going to do one of one so once someone tells me a character that character is taken and I'm not printing it out. I'm actually going to erase the file and sell that to the person and they'll have that one of one. Great. Okay. Well, I'm going to recreate that. I'm going to, no, I already got you. Now. Here we yeah, go. I got you. I got you. She's already done. Good. Uh, <laughs> uh, Venom as well is already taken. Oh. So yeah, people are starting to want them already. Um, so I'm actually one thing away from finishing it up. And it's taken, I recreated. When I say recreate, I mean like I looked at the card. 
I didn't scan the card, copy and paste. No. I hate when I do that. Like that. Just look at the card. Yeah. Out. I'll just bleep it out. Perfect. There we go. Yeah, just bleep um, Let's get a comedy bleep from somewhere. Just comedy bleep. We can have our own comedy bleep. There we um, go. You can test it. I'll, I'll just say, mother. I hate when I do that. Right now. And you can test it and drop it in Perfect. there. And hope no, that's no good. Laughing along at home and have swerved off the freeway. And enjoy it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, me and my foul mouth. Um... So, yeah, it hasn't been copy and paste. It hasn't been scaling. These are recreated by hand, meticulously textured, cut and pasted. I've had to recreate fonts, oh, <laughs> which I've never done before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's been really fun. I've been keeping myself busy so I don't spend money on cards because that's <laughs> the way I do my hobby is that I keep myself busy by enjoying the cards so I don't want to buy more cards. That's well, been my weekend hobby. That's, uh, that's, that's <laughs> pretty good. I, whilst you've been saying that, not that I haven't been listening to you, but um, just before we hit record, I managed to lock myself up, <laughs> lock myself <laughs> out with my <laughs> keypack account uh, because um, I am a klutz and I forgot my password. Um, and also the, <laughs> the temporary password they sent me didn't work. And I tried that twice, so I'd had five attempts at my own. T two attempts using the password that they sent me up a decky pack, and uh, that didn't work either. So now uh, my account just got locked. So now I've been sent a new password. Um, not that it makes for good podcast listening, but I'm going to try and do that kind of as live as we get on air. So live from the Marvel Card Collectors Podcast Studio. Will Tensions are high be able to access please see everyone in the audience yeah please Remain quiet the love of god right this is right. a very rare ah. event email or password is incorrect and i've just copied and pasted it out no. of their email we are so sorry to see this is such this a is this is just this is just disgraceful it's a devastating uh, thing to the hobby okay so i can't i can't access my account while we're on this so um which isn't the end of the world um so um what have i been up to what have you been up to, what sir? What have I been up to? Well, I have been on vacation, as as everyone apart from um, the Brits call it. Um, uh, so I've been on holiday. Holiday. Uh, and we went to the Spanish island of Menorca. And, wow. Um, it was um, it was absolutely wonderful. I got sunburned on the first day. And um, it's basically one of these all-inclusive places where fat white people go to get sunburned. So it was, it was perfect. Um, I want to be that yeah it was good it was good um lots of food fully inclusive um so as much as you wanted to eat or drink <laughs> uh, as i found out and um bizarrely enough I, I didn't expect okay when i got on the plane to leave to go to um minorca i had zero skin in the fleer ultra x-men 2018 game <laughs> um otherwise we'll be known as fucksome for the rest of this uh phone uh for this this podcast phone call perfect uh, simply because fucksome makes me laugh to say um so <laughs> um, and when i got back i i have over 500 cards in my epac account wait 500 yeah yeah over 500 i can't get in to actually tell it tell the exact number uh so it went a bit crazy it kind of <clears throat> escalated quickly 
as the uh, <laughs> as every card yeah escalates quickly uh goes so i kind of thought this week i'd like to talk about Fleer ultra x-men because i'm absolutely brand spanking you to the 2018 set uh, but i've kind of been nibbling away at the 94 95 sets um when i say nibbling away is that i'm, I'm relatively new to them i didn't get into them at the time um and um i bought a few lots of base cards which were in varying quality so i've kind of got two massive stacks and i'm yeah. trying to see if i've got a full set of the 95 i believe um because the ones i've got i know i've got doubles of some of them are quite tatty so i, I need to right fix that i'm not you know i'm not going to sling them in plastic and grade them so it's not the end of the world for me but i would like them to be slightly more visually appealing than um some of them are so so yeah, been, I get that. I've been nibbling away at that. And then um, when I got back from vacation, I did actually have a mail call of mail call. Um, we, need mail call. we need a jingle for mail call. Um, someone um, mm. knock that up and email it to us. Um, Please, someone with a beautiful voice. Someone with a beautiful voice. Oh, indeed. Um, audio studio skills. Um, so what did I have arrive? I had arrive hunters and stalkers which is the, uh, I think it's 95, there we go, Fleer Ultra 95, um, chase set called Hunters and Stalkers, which is nine cards. Hmm. And the sun has just come out in my loft room, and these are absolutely dazzling me <laughs> with the reflection. Wow. <laughs> I can see them. <laughs> yeah, can see that on my face, because we, we've got a video. I thought you were sunbathing. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, not again. Um, <laughs> and they are absolutely stunning. Um, I've only got five of the nine, and I believe that these are the kind of base level of that. And when I say base level, um, he says uh, peddling slightly to get the um, webpage up on Jeff Anader's House of Checklist, folks, uh, which yes. is kind of my number one uh, reason. And we are not sponsored by Jeff. We're not sponsored so by everybody Jeff. everybody knows. Um, however, Jeff, um, your money's no good here. We'll quite happily pimp you. Um, Seriously. Yeah. No, it's good. Oh, God. Oh, this website is lovely. Anyway, so Hunters and Stalkers. And it says in brackets, Power Blast um, cards, um, although it doesn't say Power Blast on the cards themselves. Um, art by Dave DeVries. So I guess... Dave! 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 Um, <laughs> I guess the first question is um, who you would have heard at the beginning of last week's episode, by the way. So oh, yeah. hats off to Dave DeVries. Um, more, from him, more from him soon. Um, Hunters and Stalkers Power Blast cards, art by Dave DeVries. So first of all, uh, this is a question, and this is a question that we will be repeating, not on this week's episode. Is there a Marvel card set that Dave DeVries hasn't worked on? <laughs> that came out. That's a good one, actually. I wonder. So yeah, so there's a trivia question, folks. Uh, obviously, there are, there are notable ones that he hasn't worked on, such yeah, as... Yeah, but there are notable ones that he has worked on as well. Exactly. So... Beast. And this is the beauty of this. this this set has been out for 24 years there we go my my mass gcse um <laughs> is not wasted um and i'm literally just discovering it now so hunters and stalkers came in rainbow silver and gold sets um wow and i believe uh that gold was walmart uh the rainbow i'm guessing was kind of the generic everywhere one and silver I'm not sure. Um, so I have heard tell of these, but until I kind of got into the set, I was um, kind of unaware of, A, how, how lovely they are. 
I mean, they are really, really nice cards. Well, yeah, I'm looking at the cards now on uh, eBay, the the 95, and I mean, they have the iconic, probably one of the most iconic Wolverine cards in all of our hobby. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who does that one. I forget. It's on the cover of the binder. Oh, and that one's really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the um. Do you mean the one that's on the bi- the binder? The binder, which, by the way, the ninety the Fleer Ultra X Men nineties binder is a thing of beauty. And if I was to it's ask, epic. Oh, if I was to open a book, open a poll. In fact, let's do this. Let's do a poll. Okay. Yeah, the, that's a good idea. Yeah. Um, we'll, put it, we'll put it live when this episode drops. Perfect. But um, we'll have we'll have like a a binder World Cup. So Ooh, we'll, we'll, we'll line, good up, event. line up different binders Sick. against each other. So it's random. So you'll have oh. a first round, then there'll be the votes, then there'll be a second round. And then we'll whittle it down and we'll have a, we'll have a, we'll kind of have the winner. You know, it'll be I a, love that. A match. Um, but yeah, that Wolverine <laughs> from that set, I, I'm not sure who is that art actually. I should, actually I don't know. know. Let me that. see if I can see it back. Um, who did it? But while you're looking for that, so I'm just going to go through the, the, <laughs> the artist checklist. So Flip, Ultra X-Men 95. Now, there was a 94 set, but I'm on the 95 page, so that's the one I'm going to talk about. So, Oh, man, they had the... Sorry. They also had the uh, Haunted uh, Mansions one. The Yeah, the Haunted Mansion uh, variants from that set. Oh. oh, no, that was 96. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, there was a 96 wow, one. So, but there was 96. Sorry. Yes, yes, five, so good. Um, Go ahead. Sorry about so that. So on the... Uh, where are we? Let's scroll, scroll, scroll. Here we go. So Fleer Ultra X-Men 95. Hmm. You had... Uh, this is an artist list. You had Bob Larkin. Now, <laughs> he's... he's he's uh, If he's the guy I'm thinking of, I follow him on Instagram. He's hilarious. Um, there's a couple of these guys I've not heard of who may still be active. Um, I know I look for one of them, Lou Harrison, because... Um, I posted one of his uh, Marvel Masterpieces cards in daily Masterpieces a few days back. And I looked, oh, wow. and he doesn't appear to have a social media presence, an artist mm. called Lou Harrison. So a lot of these guys, I don't know if they're still active or I don't know if they've moved on to other areas of artwork. For example, yeah. we know that Boris and Julie don't tend to do Marvel cards anymore or Marvel artwork. Um, Julie's doing some absolutely stunning paintings uh, that she shows off on her Instagram feed. But they're, they're, they're very, you know, they're not Marvel-based in any way. They're, they're, they're kind of fantasy and, in some cases, just beautiful artworks. I don't know what, ethereal is the word I would call them. Anyway, so, um, but yeah, Julie's seriously. on this set. Boris is on this set. Boris Vallejo. Uh, Peter Bollinger. Dave Dorman. Um who's um a friend to the group he's um mm. he's um in at least marvel masterpieces collectors possibly uh marvel car collectors worldwide and um yeah nice fella he's 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 another guy which dave has been on more card sets there you go there's a trivia question yeah <laughs> or Dorman. um you've got uh ray largo um yeah, stunning work by that guy. I like Ray. You've got Catherine Huerta. You've got Larry Stroman. You've got Tom mm. Taggart, Luis Perez. Um, the, the list just goes on and on and on. Uh, but there's some notable ones further down. Glenn Fabry. So if you oh. know your Garth Ennis work, Glenn Fabry is the guy who did all of the covers for Preacher. 
That's he, right. he did he did he did some cards in Flare Art Drexman ninety five. So um Wow, that blows me away. I can't believe that. Exactly. Uh, there's I think that's one of the coolest things about the hobbies too, man. Yeah. You can really, like up and coming artists are always pulled exactly. in or it's crazy. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Dimitris Patelis. Um, hello, Dimitris, if you're, if you're listening, um, is um, in this set. Tom Fleming, who did artwork for Fleer Ultra X-Men 2018 and is in, <sighs> is in the groups. Really sweet guy. He does. Um, I mean, he does really great work and he's really open about... Uh, original artwork as well yeah like he very much has it a lot of people are going digital now um which is not a good or bad thing you know but it is nice yeah it, it is what it is but it is really nice when the artists are still able to do the originals and we can see those too absolutely yeah. absolutely and they make them available for for collectors and fans to which is purchase. super great they make super prints, kind which i believe tom did some prints uh, I think Tom did do something like yeah, that. I, I think. think he did. I think he did some limited edition prints and put them for sale on uh, on. Yeah, he uh, did something on his site. Probably. I think. Yeah. yeah. Exactly, and he posted, uh, which is great. So, um, but Tom, if you're listening, um, hats off to you, sir. Um, Seriously, you rock. Um, uh, who else? Sorry, I haven't finished this list because it is literally. Oh, like sorry, man. Two of. <laughs> I haven't dropped the big one yet. Nelson De Castro. <laughs> Nelson. Nice. Uh, did the X Factor subset? Peter Scanlon did the X Force subset. Greg and Tim Hildebrandt were on this set, um, and the the one I've been kind of saving because it blew my mind when I read through it. John Romita Senior did did. Oh, I didn't realize at that. At least according to this list, artwork for five of the base cards from Flare Ultra X Men '95. So. I guess that's kind of that 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 sets your your marker in terms of pedigree. We've talked about Marvel masterpieces being kind of like the Rolls Royce of the card world. I think based on that list of artists there, this is this is the Bentley or the Aston Martin. Well, yeah, and it doesn't those is, lists yeah. don't exist anymore either, yeah. right? We're not seeing cards produced by such a an array of artists, yeah. such a collection of them. Not and really. Original artwork, you know, really, no. really you know, artwork that holds up. You know, it's it's obviously made in the nineties, but it isn't necessarily of the nineties. You know, right. in that in that in that way. Um, then you've got sinister observations, which is Julian Boris uh, tag teaming again. We've mm-hmm. uh, we've talked about hunters and stalkers with Dave. Um, Dave. We have suspended animation cells by gary and i know i'm gonna muff up his surname so apologies gary um cicerelli i believe his surname is who, who i haven't actually heard of since so i'm guessing he's um still active but maybe not on marvel arts um mm. but he did the suspended animation ones then of course you got the ultra prints which are larger versions of the same artwork in the cards yeah um suspended animation cards which are um basically the same as the cells but they're on regular card stock and they were just in toy biz action figures mm. um and then um loads of promos which is pretty much par for the course um yeah and then of course the card album the binder that we talked about which is stunning which is i've seen one for sale on this side of the pond um from a seller in france and they wanted over 100 euros for it so yeah, there's there's one on eBay now um, that has tons of watchers, so I know people are aware of it. Um, it's pre-owned plus bonus big cards, fifty bucks. 
but I don't know. I haven't looked at the listing, but you know, say, if, they're rare. Yeah. If for 50 bucks and if, you know, if I was, <laughs> I might even ask you to snap it up for me. Were I not so skint? Um, but I would, um, I do want one at some point, but I think a lot of people, I think that they've, they've, they're sought after because they're gorgeous. They're sought they after are. because a lot of people have come into the set later. They're also sought after because I think a lot of people have used them for other X-Men sets, including Fleer Ultra X-Men 2018, which, nice are, segue. which is, thank you, um, which <laughs> is so big. The, uh, the the set is is absolutely vast. So, okay, yeah. Ultra X Men ninety five, and I know there was a ninety four, but you know I'm I'm not talking. You got ninety five up. I've got ninety five up. It's just easier. Um, we're talking two hundred cards tops, hundred eighty maybe. Just the base, just the the, the base set, Fleer Ultra X Men twenty eighteen, is one hundred and fifty cards. Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at it. At 75, 75 heroes and 75, 75 villains. villains. There we go. Um, and I won't lie to you, some of them I haven't heard of, but I'm bigger into Spider-Man and Daredevil comics than I am to X-Men, even though I love X-Men. So, I think X-Men's good for a big set because yeah. you have a range of mutants, right? It's so yeah, cool so to many. always see someone pop up. Like whenever I see Morph on a card, I get excited. Because yeah. he was in the animated series, yeah. and I get giddy. I'm just like, oh, yeah. Morph. I forgot about Morph. All right, okay. This is <laughs> this is going to mean nothing to you. It might mean something to UK listeners. You say Morph, and I think of a plasticine animated character from the 80s called Morph that was <laughs> done by Arden Animation, who went on to do Chicken Run. And oh wow but it was their early work yeah oddman right, yeah, so right. stop motion plasticine effects so with the tasting notes i know who you're talking about yeah 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 yeah, yeah. oh wow yeah if you want if you want a really funny five ten minutes even longer yeah. just allow yourself to go onto youtube and, and look up morph um and you should probably add some words to it otherwise you might get the x-men one so if you type in morph tony hart uh, Tony and then H-A-R-T it was his show he's, he's passed away now but he did an art show on children's television in the 80s oh wow okay. and Morph and Chaz were two characters on there and Chaz was his naughtier brother who got up to stuff and it was because it was children's television and I think I'm, I'm absolutely swear they were all off their t- I hate when I do that okay when they were making it um, you can bleep that out if you need to um <laughs> There was a there were, one of the characters was a brush, like literally a brush. I know what you're talking about because I actually that was a it, yeah. Oh, I know what it you're is. talking about. Anyway, it's so, bizarre. Flair back to Flair Ultra X and back to Marvel related things because it's <laughs> what the podcast is about. Um, Ultra X Men 2018. So that's the, just the base set, okay? Then you have um, Dead and Gone. I'm doing this from memory now because I've managed to lock myself out my packs. Yeah, I can. I got it. Okay. Um, so you got dead you and got, gone. You got dead and gone. You got canvas. You got Xavier variants. Hang on, hang on. Let's just stick to the sets. Let's oh, sets. To the variants. Yeah, yeah. So you got dead and gone. Then you've got Deadpool around the world. I see. So there's ten dead and gone. I believe. Wow, there's a lot of dead and gone. Well, uh, well, there's, uh, there's, uh, that's the thing. There's only, seven. There's, well, there's only hang on a minute let me just find it but there's 10 there's 10 dead and gone right and then there are 10 deadpool around the world so my my first thought on on doing this is 
I, I, I really, 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 I love you, Upper Deck, but I kind of want to reach into my screen and just give you a little, 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 little slap around the face. Ten cards for nine card binder, guys, is just really, really annoying. Please it's stop doing it. Please, please stop doing it. Anyway, back to things. So you got, you got the base set of heroes, base set of villains. That's seventy-five each. Okay. Then we're going down to Dead and Gone, which is ten cards. Then you've got Deadpool Around the World, which is 10 cards. Then you've got Greatest Battles, which is 10 cards. Now that's good because that's a nice segue back to 94. And I have here two that arrived in the post this week in the mail call. Um, Fleer Ultra X-Men 1994, X-Men's Greatest Battles. So I love that they've done this um, real kind of loving homage and reproduction of of those 90s sets so that's that's where that's come from so that's good so you've got greatest battles okay then you've got uh the originals i believe it is which is 10 card set um and then you've got x-men 92 which is a 10 card set okay so you're with me so far but that's not all okay no I haven't even gone to variants yet, by the way. This is just the base, base level, okay? Then you've got Marvel um, Fleer Ultra X-Men Metal Blasters, okay? Yep. 49 of those. So we had them on Fleer Ultra Spider-Man, and obviously Metal had its own set in the in the 90s. So that that is what it is. Then you have Master of Magnetism, which is 15 cards, which is all about Magneto. And as I understand it, those are made of aluminium. Just let that sink in for a second. I haven't actually had, <laughs> I haven't actually had any of these cards physically in hand, by the way. Uh, no, over five I'm glad they found that precious metal. <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Which is some, uh, Someone pointed this out to me, actually, that it's quite ironic because aluminium is the one thing you probably can't touch. Um, <laughs> yeah, what that's pretty do? funny. Um, and then you have um, Jambalaya. It's 30, Jambalaya. Jambalaya, um, which is 30 of those. I, I, I'm not sure about those, to be honest with you, because I have one, because there was a Black Cat one from Fleer Ultra Spider-Man. Hmm. Um, and I've got it, but I can't say that as a, as a card, because it's not, it's not really a card. It's kind of a, an oval shape. Yeah, it's an, I have a Surfer one yeah. for Retro. Yeah, so retro. I'm not sure about that. I might go for those. I might not. I haven't got any yet. Anyway, um, and then you have this is this is a really interesting one. Stacks, spelled S T A X. I mean, I love right? the look of these yeah. things in a very kind of seventies record label kind of style spelling. Um, so you got stacks, and 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 there in there are thirty times three. So there's ninety of them basically. And when I say times three, I mean that there is a bottom layer. So there's a card that's the bottom layer. Then there's another card that's the middle layer. And then there's another card that's the top player, and it runs yeah. one to thirty. And so, five of those thirty are short prints. Exactly. So yeah. Know. The la- yeah. yeah. The highest number. So twenty-six through thirty are short print. So top layer is A. So one A is the top layer of Cyclops. Middle layer is B. So one B is the middle layer of Cyclops, and one uh, C is the bottom layer. So the idea being that if you put the cards together, they will build an image so i that's quite kind of a really nice idea um so the one thing i do know about Fleer ultra x-men 
2018, fucks them, um, is that it's thick, like Marvel Masterpieces 2016 and 2018. Yeah, and they're nice. Fleer Ultra Spider-Man. So I know that they're thick cards. Fleer yeah. Ultra Spider-Man is, is, is beautiful. Um, and um, I'm still nibbling away at that one, but it's nowhere near as big as this set. So, Is it really? I thought it, they're not the same size. No, 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 no. Wow. Um, uh, yeah. Sorry, go ahead. It's, it, they're not the same size at all because we're, we're still just on, if you were going to go for every card, regardless of variance, we're still going, okay? So you've got the stacks, okay? So I don't know how thick they are, which is what I was uh, building up to say because how would you fit three of the maximum thickness into, well, anything, quite frankly? Be like, well, the stacks, I don't think yeah. the stacks are as, That's no, the thing. I, think I, the, think, I think they're thinner. No, I've seen them. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're thin and they're translucent. So what I think actually, I think what's a really good idea is basically you're looking, because they don't have uh, printing plates for the, for the X-Men, right? For the Flare uh, Ultra? Um, I haven't seen them. No, so I haven't actually. They're not on the checklist. They're not on um, EPAC. No. So I think the stacks is actually a really cool idea where you're basically getting, you're making a, a card with printing plates as opposed uh, to yes. the metal, they're translucent. Yeah. So you're getting the variation of colors so you can build up one card, which I think it's, I, I love that. I think it's awesome. awesome. Every time I see them, I flirt with the idea of getting a few. Well, I, I look at it and I kind of wonder if it's like a build your own shadow box card as well. They, I think the effect I would be. Yeah, well, I've seen it looks like a printed card when yeah. you put them together. Like yeah. graphically, it looks like a printed card. I wonder if it makes up the same thickness as the thick card, as the regular I'm thick card. Thinking I think they mine. do. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think they do. I think Which they just nice. separated them. Yeah, Which it's is very nice. The attention to detail that, that these premium sets like Fleer Ultra X Men, because make no mistake, this is not a cheap set to go for. I think it's about 150 bucks uh, for a box. How many packs um, and cards are in a box? Get 12, I think you get 12. I watched an unboxing video online. Um, you get 12 packs and there's six cards a pack. So it's, um, yeah, it's a, and okay. So <laughs> we still haven't reached the edges. Sorry, go for it, brother. Um, so then you've got Fleer Ultra X-Men 94 buybacks and Fleer Ultra X-Men 95 buybacks. So as we spoke about with Marvel Masterpieces on episode three, I think, um, mm -hmm. these are cards that were released. So these these ones I'm still collecting um, from 94, 95. They've taken them back in, they've given them an, a stamp, and they've released them back into the wild. I love that. So they're, they're, in, they're in these sets, okay? Then you have something that, Upper Deck have been doing for a few years now. Um, I first saw it on Marvel Beginnings, um, but I know that Fleer Ultra Spider-Man um did it, is the comic panel cuts, where they've taken sections of comics and put them in the cards. And I, 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 I love those. I, really I love like those. Yeah, it's nice. They're awesome. I was just about to post um, my card for the day for the, for, the, for the Surfer Instagram thing I have, mm -hmm. and it's of the comic panel, the cut. I love those. You can pimp it. You can pimp it. We're shameless here. Pimp, but I, I didn't even mean to. I just, I just literally made it in the computer to uh, do the square thing. So I was just laughing to myself. But I love those cards so much. They're so pretty, man. Yeah. And they're kind of, and they really are one of a kind in a way. They, they really are. Very few. Yeah. A lot of them, a lot of them are very unique. And there's a video. Oh man, I'll find the link and we'll post it on the group. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think well, I did do that. 
no well well listen you know we'll figure it out yeah then you know you know what it's like with um facebook if it goes down the the page it's gone um yeah. so comic panel cuts i've got i've got some of those from marvel have i got some from marvel beginnings i think i do um but i've got um a double one so here we go so you've got the comic panel then you've got oh. dual cuts um which i believe is um two kind of panels of card and i've got that from Fleer ultra spider-man amazing spider-man 194 first black cat so i've got a single and a double from that so mm. um so i know they're good i'm reliably informed that they take beaten up copies not not really shiny copies so, no no you can yeah. tell you exactly. yeah, yeah. No, no. Um, which is good so and then you've got sketch cards now sketch cards are a bit of a scarcity with flare ultra x-men extra and the spider-man as well yeah because they don't fall one per box so unlike no. the other um um releases that often have a guaranteed sketch per box these don't i think they fall maybe i think it's one or two per case if then so i know they're like gold dust and I'll, I'll come on to i'll come back to that um then you have sketch cards four piece five piece two piece and three piece so these are puzzle sketches i'm imagining yeah. um and there i think we have kind of done the borders of the jigsaw okay at this point it gets big you then have a rainbow, a silver. Actually, no, it doesn't go in that order. It goes silver, then I believe it's rainbow, then I believe it's gold, then a canvas red, and then a Xavier variant. So, of the Hero 75, you've got base, you've got silver, you've got rainbow, you've got gold, it's 75 each, you've got canvas red, and then you've got Xavier variant. Wow. Now, I know a couple of those. I can't remember which ones off the top of my head, um, uh, were only available for EPACs, where you had to get five of the tier below to be able to then redeem them for those cards. So once you get up wow. to top end, there really aren't that many of them at all. Um, I have a feeling the red might be one of one, possibly. The, uh, the, the auto red? Yeah. No, no, no. Just the canvas red parallel. It says nothing canvas about red. It. I wonder. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, there's okay. no one. Have on a one. look because, like I say, I can't get into my. All no, I no, I'm looking now. I'm looking now. Store. I was trying to find the video real quick. Um, um let me see. So, so what is the title? What, yeah, no, yeah. X Men canvas red parallel. Got it. Okay. So while you're looking for that, you've also got the same tiers for Dead and Gone. You've got the same tiers for Deadpool around the world. You've got the same tiers for Greatest Battles. You've got the same tiers for the originals. You've got the same tiers for... I've just realized I missed something from the base set. I'll go back to it. Uh, you've got the same tiers for X-Men 92. Um, you don't have the same tiers for the Metal Blasters. They kind of do the, a different thing, which I'll come on to. Hmm. So in, instantly, you've got that base set has grown six times if you were going to go for all of those cards so you're probably looking at well over 1500 cards <laughs> okay i missed out something from the what, what i regard as the base set um which is called um x cuts i believe they're called 
Um, and these look really nice. There's 42 of them. And again, they come in tiers. They do red, yellow, blue, and black. Mm. Um, and these are, I believe they're clear cards um, with the artwork on them. So they're kind of a... Yeah, they're clear. Aspect. Yeah, they're translucent. And then they have a color color overlay. Exactly. Are the blacks one of one or is it the reds? Let me see. I'm not sure. Not sure. I'll find out. Um, but <laughs> you got those. And then the Black. metal blasters. Once you, so the base layer on that is silver. Um, and then the metal blasters go, uh, go into PMG, precious metal gems territory. Mm. So you've got PMG bronze, PMG red, blue, green, purple, and gold. So you've actually PMG. got seven sets of metal blasters there. And once you get into the some of those colours, I think there there's only five of them, maybe even one of them in some cases. So it's it's one of these sets like Marvel Masterpieces where it's it's nigh on impossible to to own a master set because yeah, you know it's, a master master sets are if if you're if if you if you take the meaning a of true master, master to be yeah to be owning every single card produced in that in that set. However. However, some people on EPACs have clearly tried because there's one fella, and um, I haven't asked his permission, so I'm not going to reveal his, his name or his handle. There's one fellow on EPACs who has five to six figures cards in his EPACs account and probably must have purchased maybe 60 or 70% of the fucks and product out there. He, he is mad, mad, mad levels. He's really into his Fleet Ultra X-Men um so so hats off to you mr Fuxum, as 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 um as we um very respectfully uh regard regard you i'm hoping you'll come on and talk about your collection uh i've made uh, an initial approach to, to to the fella so yeah that'd um, be amazing so, if... so that would be good um so anyway so uh, kind of so i'm going back 10 wow. days and i didn't really know any of this in terms of the makeup of the set i, I knew it was big i knew it was crazy i knew people were kind of running around chasing their tails um trying to trying to get their stacks completed and you know um i know the sketches were sought after um and there's a guy on group um and i'm gonna say his name i did i did message him earlier and i asked his permission you know i said do you mind if we talk about you on the on the podcast and um he um he hasn't replied yet because i'm in the uk he's in the us i don't know what yeah the shift is always the day, time so that's is fine harsh, yeah. so that's fine so I, i'm gonna say his name if he comes back to me and says no then we'll bleep it out so uh, okay so we'll have a we'll have a separate um fox and bleep uh, for this one um so uh, jonathan omega hunter is his name on, on, on the group. oh yeah he's um He's he's a lovely bloke because what mm -hmm. he's basically doing is he's gone after Fleer Ultra X Men in a big way, and he's really into it. And he's he's getting quite far down the rabbit hole. And he's he's built most of his sets. He's built himself a backup set. He's shipped a lot of cards. He's been showing pictures on the group of boxes. Yeah. Five thousand cards that weigh twenty pounds, you know, and he's still not got the full set with him, you know. And he's he, you know, it's, when you're shipping that volume of cards from upper deck it's not not a cheap thing um yeah and he he basically was saying that um he had benefited from another collector possibly the the big collector we were talking about just just saying you know he's he's got so many cards now because he's chasing certain things that he's kind of 
paying it forward, if you like. He's sharing it with other collectors. And so That's Jonathan awesome. was saying that he would he would do a similar thing. So he's he's done me some trades and it's one of these things where you you kind of say it's it's if it's too good to be true, it, it probably is. But then you know, I was chatting to the guy and he's just a really well meaning guy brilliant collector and he quite rightly said that if you know if everyone in the hobby was as nice to each other as this everyone would have their perfect set um which i kind of so true agree with. so he's effectively, so true i have i have i have bought some cards off him at a ridiculously low price um but he effectively set me up with pretty much all of the base stuff in exchange for very very few cards i mean when i say very few cards he he sent me a bundle trade of probably 200 cards initially, and he, he only in return claimed about 10 of mine. Wow. And so, you know, and he was basically saying, look, if you end up with doubles, just pay it forward like I have. So I, I fully intend to. So once I, once I uh, have uh, completed it. So in the space of a week, I have got all but two of the base um i think I'm, i've got base there's a base villains i've not got there's a base dead and gone i've not got um holy I, crap i've got only two of the master of magnetism i've got about four or five of the stacks out of the 30 uh, out of the 90 rather um i've got a couple of x cuts those are kind of higher tier base if you know what i mean so those are going to be the last ones i go for i've not got any jambalaya because i'm not sure if i'm going to chase that but i've jambalaya got... is like 50 bucks at jambalaya on you uh, yeah, yeah that's that's pretty um, steep it I is don't... so yeah. i'm not you know i'm like i said I'm, I'm i'm kind of indifferent about the jambalaya cards um because they're not cards possibly anyway is it a card is it a prog <laughs> who knows um <laughs> the <laughs> jambalaya yeah. fans Go to they're beautiful i it took a while for me to chase yeah. it took a while for me to chase um my surfer jambalaya yeah um i don't like the condition they come in sometimes mm. but i do think they're a nice addition to a set they are a nice addition i'm just really my black cat one out while we're talking here um out of my black cat binder which will make an angelic noise when i open it as it always does oh, oh. um and light comes down from the heavens. Um, so, so while bright. I'm finding that, uh, the Jambalaya card, which I've done straight away, it's almost as if it was there for me. Um, so I've got it. And it's, it's, it's a weird kind of sensation, uh, the texture. There's a very weird oh. texture. It feels very unique in your hand because it doesn't feel like a card. It almost feels like kind of a, a material. Yeah, it feels like a cloth. Yeah, for exactly. sure. It feels like a cloth. Yeah, mine does too. On a card. Um, yeah. it's, it's thinner than I thought it would be. It's got a kind of a refractor effect behind the material. Yeah. Um, actually I might've been doing it a disservice, but anyway, if you're an, if you're a Jambalaya fan, you can leave us, um, you can leave us a message at anchor.fm forward slash MCCP, um, professing your love for a Jambalaya cards, and we will guarantee to include it in a future episode. Oh, yeah. Um, but, um, um so jambalize i may not may not do that but i'm i've got all the dead and go, uh, gone part one i've got all the originals i've got all the x-men 92 i've got wow. all of the blasters um which to be fair you know i did do some trading you know i posted on some groups and other people helped fill the gap so i've got the metal blasters and once i got that metal blaster set 
I got the unredeemed ones. I redeemed it for Metal Blaster. I'm not sure if it's card 50 or if it's card zero on the Metal Blasters, but it's Old Man Logan. So you had to get wow, Metal Blasters this. 1 yeah. to 49 and then redeem it for the 50. And then there's an Old Man Logan bronze an old man logan red so when you get all the bronze you can redeem for the old man logan bronze so so and i'm 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 going to stop there on the metal blasters because i'm kind of okay with them you know i don't yeah. feel like doing all the different colors of them um i've got the all, all the greatest battles i've got the, all the deadpool around the world so now um and this is where i i i um uh made a purchase with with jonathan i've got pretty much all of the silver apart from 19 cards Wow. So Wait, uh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So I'm kind of I'm kind of I'm kind of in in deep on that one. Um and I think I'm gonna do rainbow and that's me. Simply because I know when I get it into the nine card pockets, what I do with Marvel Marvel Masterpieces is I have base, gold sig and what if and I have it set one, two, three going left to right. I like so that. It kind of works for my nine card pocket mentality which yeah. Upper Deck are determined to break me on that, and thousands <sighs> like me, I'm sure. Um, it just doesn't make sense anyway. But yeah. I don't know. Anyway, it is what it is. So, I, listen, I, I set structure we've talked about. So the, 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 the artwork is astonishing. Uh, we mentioned Tom Fleming. I know he worked on it. Uh, Eric Wilkerson, um, he worked on it. Mm-hmm. Um, hello, Eric. Um, there uh dave devries worked on it as well this is this is what this is what i'm slightly fumbling for the names because if you're logged into the store and you go to the um so there is there is a section of cards that are signed i think it might be the gold ones or the or the canvas red that are artists signed like they did with Fleer ultra spider-man yeah i thought it was um and if you if you read through that you could you can read who all the artists are um but this is all original artwork, and there are some astonishing, astonishing um, bits really of work in, in that set. They really are. Yeah. Uh, you know, this was a sleeper set. I feel like I feel like a few people went for it, but I don't. I don't really know. I don't know how much of a splash it made because I feel like there's a pocket of people who are going at this really hard. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, it's one of those things. It's still splashing. You can still buy it. So right, the print is, is, is at, must be absolutely vast. I mean, you can buy it both physical because um, David Adams are uh, still shipping them out by the yeah. truckload. Um, they just had sale too or something. Like yeah, that. yeah. And I think I, I, I heard tell of someone having 12 cases delivered and stuff like that. So 12 cases? People are still going in. I know that we've had some of the, um, some of the, uh, the, the guys on group do some um, case break videos um um over the over the last few months so you know it's a set that i think people are very receptive to but but make no mistake it is not a cheap set um to get involved with which is why i'm so grateful to um you know the guys uh, in the hobby who have you know been buying a lot of this product and and then yeah and end up let's face it with literally hundreds of base cards or whatever set it may be you know whether it's yeah. the heroes the villains the 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 deadpool whatever um that are just sat there and 
you know, uh, there's a there's a it's one it's one of those things. It's like, it's like Marvel masterpieces, but in a much bigger bigger scale. Because make no mistake, this set is probably five or six times bigger than Marvel masterpieces one. Oh yeah, uh, hands scale. down. Yeah, um, in, in the you end up with so much product being purchased in the chase of those high cards that the very basis cards, so that you know your tier ones, your tier twos, your tier threes are actually getting pretty cheap these days on Marvel Masterpieces. Well, that that one has now sold out. That was a much much smaller print run. Um, you know, being worth a lot less because there's simply so many of it out there. So you can, yeah. you know, you can pick those up very very cleanly. So yeah, you uh, can. I was just on eBay. It's it's not hard to. I mean, the cards and each card is beautiful, and they're not cheap cards at all. Yeah. Um, but a lot, a lot of them, not a lot of them, but you know, a few can be seen on eBay and there's yeah. some nice sketches on there too. Um, yeah, and I think that the sketch cards from this set, like the Spider-Man one are really high quality. Mm. Like you look at the back of the sketch card for the X-Men one and it's the original cast of the X-Men yep. and it's that, you know, yep. giant size X-Men cover. Beautiful yeah. thing. Yeah. Um, hold on one second. While you're finding that, I'm just going to talk about um, Cards Illustrated was a magazine, and we'll talk about Cards Illustrated on a future episode. But Cards, sorry about so, that. That's okay. So I was just talking about Cards Illustrated um, while you stepped away, and we may edit that out. We might not edit that out. Who knows? But that was that's fine. Funny. Doesn't matter. I was just pedaling there as if we were live on air. And one of these. I'm days, fine with that. We will do one of these live, and it will be ghastly to behold um the um so i'm looking at cards illustrated uh which was a magazine that ran for maybe 25 30 issues in the 90s uh the number one guide to non-sports trading cards um mm -hmm. and it I, i've been gradually snapping these up because they are just lovely time capsules of of the period and the kind of pr and the way that these cards promoted themselves in a pre-internet era um yeah and i'm looking at the february 95 issue which is issue 14 which was three dollars 99 us or five dollars 50 canada um and in it it has an article on flair ultra x-men oh awesome four or 95 it's unclear anyway and it talks to greg and tim hildebrand it talks to dave devries it talks to lewis royal Peter Scanlon, and then it goes wow. on to talk about the set. Um, yeah, this is um, this is Ultra X Men '95 they're talking about here, um, and it's um, it goes on to talk about the set and it talks about the promo cards um, that have been in various um, comics, and we're going to talk about um, promo cards in comics and magazines on a different episode because that's a whole area in itself that i that the thrill of that hunt is fascinating we've touched upon it a little bit with some of the promos we've 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 talked about on previous episodes yeah. anyway um cards illustrated they're, they're wonderful little magazines if you can find them um if you're into your 90s stuff that you know not all of them talk about marvel um as much as the, there was a lot of marvel product out there there was a um an awful lot of other stuff so there's tops wide vision which is star wars being talked about in this issue there's vertigo cards um there are there's julie bell's fantasy football <laughs> what wow who knew that was a thing julie we need to get you on the podcast to talk to you about that um 
Wow. <laughs> That's wonderful. Julie Bell's That's fantasy football. Pretty cool. Bell provided the art for all six Tech Chrome cards in this NFL football redemption set. The set is only available in 20, by sending in 25 playoff football card wrappers and $5 to playoff Julie Bell Fantasy, P.O. Box 53517 Grand Prairie, Texas. No way. Oh, that's wonderful. Let's send that in right now. Done. Oh, I've got to track down that set. Um, but there's the Sandman. There's uh, Mike Kaluta, uh, which is um, a fantasy illustrator. There's Santa around the world. There's Stargate. There's classic sci-fi art. There's Lion King too. Anyway, you name it. If if you if you like your cards and you want to read something that that promotes them uh, when they were out, um, yeah, do it. Um, I've just found here every issue of Cards Illustrated is loaded with contests that allow our readers the chance to win some of the latest card sets, promo cards, and other stuff we can dig up. Oh wow! Okay, the winners are, and this one was the Hildebrandt contest. The winners of the Hildebrandt contest, in which entrants were to draw their favourite Marvel character and have their entries judged by the Hildebrands. Whoa. Barbara Perry of Burleson, Texas, who received the pencil, pencil sketch of the legacy card of Fleer Marvel Masterpieces 95 set. Wow. Okay. So we know... That's crazy. We know where the pencil sketch for the card of the character Legacy for Marvel Masterpieces 95 went initially. The winner wow. Of the we also know who received the Nebula sketch from the same set, Shelton Long of Pinoli, California, and Eugene Kirk from Apple Valley, California, received the Phoenix sketch from, sketch from the set. <laughs> we need to find these people. <laughs> wow, that's, that's bonkers. Uh, so yeah this is brilliant so what i am going to try and do is i'm still collecting these magazines i've got maybe eight nine of them now uh there's an interest there's an in, there's an interview here with uh, with boris Vallejo. wonderful wow um so what i'm what i'm going to try and do is start scanning these in so that we that would be really cool so we have them in the MCCW group cw group so um so they're there as a resource and 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 you guys can come and have a look at them um so Fleer Ultra X-Men. I'm going to carry on on that journey because um, I'm still building the 94, 95 sets. There was a 96 set, I believe, which was, um, I believe it was the Kuberts did the 96 one. Um, X-Men 96 Fleer. Let's have a look. It was, yes. It was Andy and Joe Kubert did all the artwork for that one. Um and that had alternate X and lethal weapon holler flash cards. There was also um, an X Men '95 Ultra or Chromium. Whoa! Which was Andy and Joe again, and I have a feeling that the '96 one is a regular version of the '95 Chromium one. So it's the same kind of art. It's just there's a Chromium version, and the following year was just a regular version of that set. Fascinating. Okay. Um, and I think that's because the card industry was starting to just contract a little bit at that point yeah which explains the low print run of marvel masterpieces 96 so um so that's interesting so um yeah uh will there be another Fleer ultra x-men set i don't know i have a feeling this one's still got a lot of gas in the tank people are still buying it i mean it's still around they're still product they're it's not going to make a second a one and yeah. it's so massive i don't i see them what year did that come out so it came out 18 2018 right? it was out so, marvel masterpieces 
Yeah. 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 So yeah. that was early in the year of 2018, probably. Um, but wow. um, so I'm going to keep nibbling away at the 90s, um, the 90s sets for that as, as much as I can in the UK. Um, I'm going to be um, carrying on. <laughs> I don't know where this road's going to end. Uh, I think I'm going to stop with the rainbow foil. I'm not sure if I'm going to go there yet. I've, I've got the base. I've got pretty much all the silvers. They're all still a virtual thing, you know, at some point yeah. I need to get them shipped. Um, and so, and that'll be a pretty big box. So I'll, um, I'm over in the States at Christmas, so I might, I might get it shipped there because it'd be easier to carry it back. <laughs> than mail that one. Smart. That's going to be a big Actually. one. Um, so I might get it uh, mailed to uh, our friends in New Hampshire that we're going to, we're going to stay with, but that's oh, cool. something no one really needs to hear. But I will be in your fair land um, in, in in six months' time. You know your whereabouts now. Exactly. Yeah. So, what I wanted to say was because we talked very briefly about Cards Illustrated, and, and we are going to talk about that in more depth on future um, episodes. I think we'll probably do an episode devoted to it once we've both got copies in front of us, and we can yeah, that'd be great. Uh, dive into it a bit more. Um, it was the last week's episode we talked about investment and values. Yes. And the one thing that, that kind of came up when I was thinking about the, the, the kind of pay it forward and the mentality that um, if, if people weren't, it's, it's difficult this one because I get people are chasing certain characters in a, in a one of one market that we are now, it's difficult to, to get that set. Yeah. So, you know, there is often a lot of interest in just one card that only exists once, you know, and not yeah. everyone can own it. So I get that. Yeah. But it, it brought me back to the, the mind of there are there are the people that and there's no this is this isn't a right or wrong thing, it's just a different way of looking at it. Back when I was trading before EPACs, when I'd be trading with someone, I'm going back 10 years now, and I'm talking about the NSU card talk forum, for example, or mm. scoundrel. Um scoundrel. talking scoundrel. Um <laughs> which is still still up, still live. I don't think many people post that was there. my that's so when I decided to get into the hobby seriously, mm -hmm. I found scoundrel just by chance. Mm. And that was like the resource for me when I first started. It was before we got the groove and before yeah. blowout became yeah. really popular. But scoundrel was, it's crazy. If you go on there as well, you can mm. see a bunch of cards that are just not around anymore. And you don't know who has them. Well, and they're can. just Where set up. Photo there. bucket links still work. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> fair, very fair. Oh, my goodness. Photo me. bucket has a lot of nice cards on there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I, I the one thing I, I find really interesting, and again, I, I, I wouldn't mind talking about scoundrel at some point, and I don't know who ran it. Um, I'm sure I could probably yeah. find out if you looked on there. I'd love to know. You know, was it a hobby thing? Was it attached to a business in any way? We'll have a card uh, drama episode because yeah, it's real. Did they just let it. Did they just let it drift? Did it just, you know? Did I know the? I know what happened. Drift? I don't know. Anyway, oh well, we'll I, talk about it on a few. We'll talk about it another time. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, we'll yeah, that's a thing. thing. So, anyway. paying it forward. Tell me. So, so when I was when I was thinking about that, I, was, I used to trade with people, and you would sit there, and you'd both be working out is that an even trade and you'd be working out the book value was the phrase people used to use and i find book value a really interesting phrase because hmm. it was largely about the value that and i think there's not that many of them these days non-sport update is the main one that included a price guide with every issue um and so people would refer to that now there's a lot of um even at the time i was buying it 
regularly about 10 years ago i kind of don't buy it that much anymore partly because it's a bit tricky to get a hold of in the uk um unless you work 50 yards down the road from forbidden planet and i no longer do so <laughs> um and uh although to their credit when when it did come in in forbidden planet it sold out pretty quick so you know it's a oh, wow. popular magazine um hats off to them they, they have always done i think a, a great job um when um when you got that and you look through it you'd look through it and some of it was uh, I remember reading this quite recently. I think Marvel Masterpieces 96 is still in there with a really like, if you could find Marvel Masterpieces base set for that amount of money, I'd have six of them, seriously, and just sell them because, you know, it's not, I don't think in all cases reflective of actually what the market, and I say this with speech bubble fingers in the air, um, which let's face it is eBay. You know, as we talked about, the market is now, that is yeah, kind yeah. of where people are going now. You know, outside of the EPAC's closed environment, you've got either ComC or you've got eBay. Um, and often ComC will then list on eBay. So it's there. So you've got that whole book value thing. And I thought it was interesting as a, as a kind of addendum to last week, because I meant to talk about book value last week, is how that used to be the yardstick. But now, you know, I always say, yes, book value is fine. The most recent non uh, non-sports update price guide i have however is four years old so i've not got the yeah. i don't know if it's available as a, di as a digital version i know it is definitely possible to have that as a live thing that reads like gpas or whatever they you know you'd, you'd think of it um like mm -hmm. you can get for graded comics yeah you can go on and you can see what the what the um selling prices average is for a 3.5 x-men 8 for example you can do that because that builds and exists so with a little bit of investment that could tap directly into it and that kind of book value you could still call it the same thing but it would become a much more real thing because it would be tapped into and pulling in from the market now non-sport update is now owned by beckett and i've recently gone on and built a nice little subset thing for searching for black cat as you did for silver surfer which Again, I think we'll talk about it on another episode because we've talked yeah. about it on group, um, which is great. So I know that it's possible to do that and have an API feed and pick up eBay values and, and do all of that kind of thing. It's definitely possible to do that and have it integrated and have it real time. So Yeah, I definitely, I mean, that would be... <sighs> so your book value and yeah. your market value, which is your comsy which you can't see sold prices on to be fair and also yeah, to be fair, on ebay you can't see sold prices where best offer has been accepted so you know yes it's not completely foolproof we're doing it you had an evil grin when you said yes then you no i did it you know, someone, That's you know crazy. someone who works at eBay i don't know anything i'm not that guy um but, I'll tell you uh, later. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, no, no, and it's true. Okay, so yeah, yeah I think there is something that could happen. I didn't know Beckett bought Mount Sport. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think um, I can't remember Harris Tozer and Roxanne Tozer because it was a family-run business for the longest time, and I think they're still in there. But I think the whole, I think I might be wrong, so I don't want to say the wrong thing. And no, no, I got you. Off a load of people, but I and we'll think, look this up. I yeah. think yeah, I, I, I did read when I, when I signed up to Beckett a few weeks back that they had acquired non-sport update about two, three years ago. So, wow. so, which is great, which is absolutely great news. And it's, you know, fantastic. I mean, yeah. yeah. Will carry on being around. Cause you know, if you're an independent, especially in a niche hobby thing like this, you rely on those four or five issues that yeah, you have to yeah. selling, 
you yeah. know you don't yeah. want them getting returned so uh, so hats off to them anyway so book value and so it's it's really good that you know you you uh, it, it sometimes you deal with people it's like listen i'm just trying to help you out and i've had uh, uh, probably four or five people in the past week because i've been posting saying oh i'm here and i've got these gaps to fill i'm here i've got these gaps to fill um because i've got a good leg up i've got a good starter from from jonathan beep there if you um if you need to <laughs> if you need to hopefully he'll, he'll message and say no that's cool man you talk about me uh, as long as you're not rude um and other people have filled the gaps and they've just and they've sent me messages when they've sent the trade thing on epacs and said oh, i just wanted to help you out it's really nice to see someone just getting into it do you know what i mean it's like it's really nice. i do know what you mean so, yeah. yeah so um, that's kind of the note i wanted to end on really pay it forward so you know i've got doubles of the base now i'm going to look and that's that forward paying it forward will always it will prevent spikes in the market that are unrealistic and it will prevent hoarding which causes big spikes to cards when they finally surface Mm. you know paying it forward is just good practice Mm. for the hobby and it's such a small hobby so you know when you're talking to somebody there's already a reputation of that person if you know people you know what I mean? Like paying it forward is the way to go because it's, I've always been kind. Um, I actually, as crazy as it was when I first got into uh, cards, MM 16 and I was doing the hunting for surfer. I was like, you know, I am not so interested in um, when I was first getting into the hobby, I wasn't so interested in the autos and I helped someone get a sur- silver surfer, Joe Jusco auto. Yeah. And just because I had made that promise. And that person has always looked out for me and has gotten me so many more cards than just that card. And it's just one of those things where it's like, people will always be helping people. And that's yeah. kind of, that's been really kind. That's been the one of the biggest positives in the hobby for me. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Okie dokie. So I think we'll wrap up there, folks. Um, thanks for listening. Um, thank you for the wonderful uh, comments um, again on episode one. Episode two um is going to drop next week although by the time this drops well <laughs> that would have been weeks ago so we'll know where we are um i love having these kind of you know recorded ahead of time um i'm assuming we'll catch up with ourselves at some point and we could be much more on point um so by the time <laughs> you hear this we'll know for example what the next four weekly chunk of marvel weekly is going to be definitely green is now finished um and by the time you hear this flare 2019 would have dropped so who knows Uh, but yes we'll definitely be talking about flare and as ever you can leave us voice messages uh if you wish to we are available on more than just anchor now uh, with episode one so we will update the outro to this podcast with all those and thank you for listening and until next time norin my friend it's been a pleasure enjoy collecting people bye everybody thanks for listening to the marvel card collectors podcast you can subscribe via our home on anchor.fm forward slash mccp leave us a message via that link with questions comments or just to say hi and we may even play on the show we'll also be on itunes and most other main podcast platforms soon on facebook you can find marvel card collectors worldwide by searching mccw and marvel masterpieces collectors by searching mmc on instagram find us at mm collectors and at sketch card high 
The great music we use is called Rocket Power by Kevin MacLeod. Thanks to the collectors, artists and creators who support the Marvel Cards Fan Collective. We'll see you next time and remember, it's a small hobby but a fun one. Make mine Marvel and enjoy collecting. <laughs>